Bene, molto bene, she said. Come in to lunch. But I can't promise to like it, Georgina. Isn't Debussy the man who always makes me want to howl like a dog at the sound of the gong? Where did you get these from? Olga lent them me, said Georgie negligently. He really did call her Olga to her face now, by request. Lucia's bugles began to sound. Yes, I should think Miss Bracely would admire that sort of music, she said. I suppose I am too old-fashioned, though I will not condemn your little pieces of Debussy before I have heard them. Old-fashioned, yes, I was certainly too old-fashioned for the music she gave us last night. Dio me. Oh, didn't you enjoy it? asked he. Lucia sat down without waiting for Peppino. Poor Miss Bracely, she said, it was very kind of her in intention to ask me. But she would have been kinder to have asked Mrs. Antrobus instead, and have told her not to bring her ear-trumpet. To hear that lovely voice, for I do her justice, and there are lovely notes in her voice, lovely, to hear that voice shrieking and screaming away in what she called the great scene, was simply pitiful. There was no melody, and above all there was no form. A musical composition is like an architectural building. It must be built up and constructed. How often have I said that? You must have colour and you must have line. Otherwise I cannot concede you the right to say you have music. Lucia finished her egg in a hurry and put her elbows on the table. I hope I am not hidebound and limited, she said, and I think you will acknowledge, Georgie, that I am not. Even in the divinest music of all I am not blind to defects, if there are defects. The Moonlight Sonata, for instance, you have often heard me say that the two last movements do not approach the first in perfection of form. And, if I am permitted to criticise Beethoven, I hope I may be allowed to suggest that Mr. Cortese has not produced an opera which will render Fidelio ridiculous. But really, I am chiefly sorry for Miss Bracely. I should have thought it worth her while to render herself not unworthy to interpret Fidelio, whatever time and trouble that cost her, rather than to seek notoriety by helping to foist on the world a fresh combination of engine whistles and grunts. Non è vero, Peppino? How late you are! 